Hey, everyone! Welcome for another episode of the Puppet Podcast. Hey, grab a seat. Have a, your, your just a, a little seat, a little time to come down and see a wonderful episode. We are at episode 107 with the wonderful Misty Rosas. It will be so incredible to just get this, I would say, superstar. I feel I'm really glad and I really appreciate to meet wonderful artists. However, they are puppeteer artists, uh, super performer. They do this wonderful art that is bringing life to inanimate objects, to those wonderful suits. So, yeah, and before we go into the interview, I just want to let you know that we have our Patreon. That's this wonderful platform that helps us to keep doing this. So if you want to have a look, we do workshop about puppetry on this. We do workshop about live streaming. If you want to, to do some workshop with other artists, children, whatever, you have project. We have plenty of resource about marketing and promotion. So have a look on our Patreon and feel free to join us. We have a wonderful uh, workshop on the 18 with someone, Connor from Creventive Puppetry. So it will be really awesome. So stay tuned for that. So yeah, that was a little commercial. So now it's time to go into the interview. So ladies and gentlemen, please drum roll for the wonderful Misty Rosas. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Um, yes, uh, my name is Misty Roses and um, most often I'm, you know, called a seat performer, uh, but also a motion capture actor and a performance artist. So thank you for having me. <laughs> I, I'm so excited. I'm so curious also about those motion capture stuff, this CGI. I feel this topic went so often on the show. So I'm really happy that you accept the invitation and we will discuss to clarify all of those nuances that we have in, in this field of suit performance and puppetry. And I'm really happy. Oh, thank you so much again. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I want to ask you, and we go in deep question, but the, um, the first one is the, the, why you cherish this art form, the full body suit performance, why you enjoy this kind of performance, Misty? Oh, man. Um, it started from even being a, a kid and watching uh, The Muppet Show, um, knowing that they're not real, that are puppets, but you know, they're talking and interacting. And I would just be obsessed, like watching them. And it's like, you know, not even thinking that one day I would do, you know, a performance art with puppeteers and puppetry and stuff. Um, and then of course I, I saw Yoda and same thing. I was just like, oh my goodness, that's just amazing. And again, you know that he's not real but he's so real he's there with Luke and uh, yeah um and I think too I love it uh because of the variety uh one moment I could be uh an old man quail on Star Wars the Mandalorian and then two weeks later I could be uh, a baby panda on the Jim Henson company stage <laughs> so never a dull moment <laughs> Yeah, this is so impressive because it's it's versatile and you have a, always a new challenge. 
But I want to uh, to know maybe a bit of your training, your background, how you you arrive into this. Like, what is the the feel of study to become a suit performer? Um, I took my first gymnastics class when I was two and a half, uh, and I loved it. And from two and a half until I was 18 years old, uh, gymnastics and dancing uh, were my whole life. So I have that uh, background already uh, in movement. And I think um, movement with dynamics and timing and stuff. And um, then when I got to college, I went into the dance program. And uh, one of the other dancers that I was training with um, as a dancer and also performing with on stage, she was already dancing at Disneyland. And, uh, you know, she asked me, obviously, because of my height, I am really tiny. I'm only four foot nine. <laughs> um, she's like, have you ever considered auditioning at Disneyland? It was like, wait, what? No, what's this? You know, and um, so I went down and as fate would have it, they had flyers uh, for the Fantasmic audition for the original ta uh, cast. And uh, that was my first professional audition at 18, um, auditioning as a dancer uh, for that show. So, yeah, that's kind of how that all got started, you know, and I do recommend for um, young performers, um, gymnastics, martial arts, acting class, dance class, uh, all of it. You know, the more well-rounded you are, um, the more you're able to really embody, you know, multiple characters. So. Yeah, that's true. That's really the full body control. You, you're just not yeah. this. You are a full, full suit of puppetry or moving action. Yeah, it really does. It requires a tremendous amount of strength and also uh, cardiovascular strength to handle the heat and the weight and the fact that um, they shut the character's mouth and there's no oxygen coming in. Uh, so you just, you just, you do have to be uh, in very good shape. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, you, we have to say it. And, and I would just want to talk to the audience a moment. If you have a question for Misty, feel free to put it in the chat and we will bring it to her and let's see how we have a big live conversation on this show. <laughs> so next question is, it's really um, the crush. I, I often ask the, the crush for puppetry, the crush for, do you have a specific character? You feel like you get this moment of, oh, I want to do this. Oh man, um, I couldn't ever pick one because yeah they're you know all again they're so different but you have moments that are just really special uh because these characters um you know on the mandalorian alone quill took you know at one time it was me uh the brilliant voice of nick nolte that we had on set with us and then three other puppeteers and so you know, you'll have moments where finally, <laughs> after, you know, we would tend to fumble a little bit and not be uh, well in sync um, during some of the first few takes. But then there's this, I call it the mind meld that happens between uh, body performance, you know, artist and the puppeteers that kind of just happens as you get a feel for what you're doing. So, um, 
I think it's the collaboration that I love the most that you do. You have these magic moments where everything syncs up and these characters that take so many people uh, to bring to life, they look seamless and they look, you know, and, you know, you can really, you can feel, you know, for them, even though they're either computer generated or, you know, built in, uh, in, a, in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because that's true. You you have someone like manipulate the eyes and, and yeah. the, the more little motion of the face from remote control on yeah. the side. So you really create this live all together. Yes. Yeah. You collaborate um, in between takes. Uh, my puppeteers will come up to me and one, give me air <laughs> and water and you know, sometimes they could shove like, I don't know, like a snack or something in there too. I never really ate, obviously eat in costume, but sometimes like when a scene is really physical, my blood sugar will drop and I'll get a little shaky. Um, and uh, especially on the Mandalorian, they have this little, these sugary candies and they just like help you survive sometimes in those moments where you just need some quick sugar really quick. Um, but yeah, we would just, they would come up to me, um, and give me notes or ask if I wanted to try something a little different or, um, a different timing, but yeah, it's just getting to collaborate, uh, with multiple artists and they're fun and they're so good at what they do too. Um, yeah, it just feels like a, a special team to be a part of. So. Yeah. And, and I'm curious about the wording also. We discussed by email on that. Um, where is the line, like, for you as a, a suit performer, like, where is the line that this become puppetry, in your opinion? Oh, gosh. Um, I mean, puppeteers, like, that's such a hard job. I remember being on... Uh, the set of Sid the Science Kid, and one night it was for a rap party reel where we made this little video where it was called Wife Swap. <laughs> and so our puppeteers went out onto the floor where, you know, we wear our mocap suits and we put our hands in their puppeteering rigs and tried to do that. It was the hardest thing ever. And I just, I laughed more than I did what I was supposed to do with the face. Um, so I, yeah, it's, um, each person brings their own specific skill. Mm -hmm. Like it's, um, especially with what I do, um, I couldn't do what the puppeteers do. <laughs> so <laughs> it's very distinguished as far as, um, you know, I get in the suits and I yeah. do that part of it. Um, and then our puppeteers, we all just blend and mesh and come together and they do their part, which is magic. Yeah. So. Yeah. That, that's interesting to, to see it that way. Like someone is in the suit and the puppetry is more like the facial or the, the, yeah. the, the details that it mm -hmm. brings more on. And uh, yeah, I, that's that's the definition part. But I'm also curious of, with like new technology. As we we see new technology, like you say, motion capture, CGI, and all of that stuff. Do you feel we are in an ascension of this kind of performance and art field? I think that you know, um, like anything, especially with technology, it's just going to continue to. Um, grow and 
become, you know, more technically solid. You know, sometimes I remember in the very beginning stage uh, at the Jim Henson Company too, they would have trouble um, with the characters sometimes with too much movement and these outrigging pieces that we have to wear in order to maintain, you know, our distance for the actual character, which is, you know, we basically represent the skeleton and then the character is built over that. Uh, so Sid, he was about two to three times bigger than me, you know, in width and height and everything. And um, sometimes the markers would, I don't know what they would technically call it, but the character would just turn into this ball and just like, and so obviously then they'd have to stop the uh, tank and, uh, you know, fix that. So, but as the years have gone on, that really doesn't even happen anymore. Um, our, our outrigging costume pieces have become smaller and smaller, um, including the shoes. That was a big thing for me. Just wear normal shoes now, <laughs> just with the little marker uh, balls everywhere. So yeah, it's um, it's constantly improving. So that's that's true. That's so cool, and and the improvement makes more opportunity to have some work. We yeah. have question from the audience. We have Jano who asked like. She worked during the, like, do you work during this pandemic time? No, no, we didn't. Um, we did uh, one job. Um, it was, uh, but it was super, it was, it was challenging. Like we, um, we basically tested, I think three times a week, every week um, mm -hmm. and our little unit Uh, nobody went anywhere or did anything, just went back and forth, back and forth to work. So we did do one job that finished up in January, but really at the very beginning of it, all the way last year, no jobs for me. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's, a, it's a, a challenge even in, in Los Angeles, but yeah. it will get back on the road. And we have a, a longer question. Let me just bring it in the screen. It's Aww. Jackie. Who asked, <laughs> yeah. When... You did the frog lady hub running from the spiders. Did you have to exaggerate a lot of the movement to make it come across looking like Hopi? Well, actually, that's one of the, those um, technical advances. I did not do that part. Um, my very good friends at ILM did that part. Um, You know, when I was on set with my friend Hal Hickel, who is basically, he runs the show. Um, I, you know, he would come up to me and he's like, this is what we need from you in order to make that transition seamless, um, which is basically run, 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 run at a certain, um, you know, point. I would have to go down as if I was going to start to do that. And then same thing coming out of it, do like one or two jumps. Um, but ILM, who again, they're technical geniuses, they did that for me because there's just no way. It was like hard enough just doing one or two. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's funny anecdote on the set to to have it's really interesting and i want to ask you about your purpose as an artist like what is your biggest thing you envision for, for for your career you see you want to achieve 
Um, like there's a few things I want to, you know, obviously do a few more roles if they're, you know, um, if they present themselves to me, um, because I love Grogu <laughs> so much. I really actually want to be, I don't even care what the, you know, creature or, you know, would be, but I'd love to be one of his, um, Jedi master teachers, um, you know, or be on Ahsoka. Like I, I, I've always been, um, drawn to the Jedi. So something along that line. And then uh, a very good friend of mine who's actually a phenomenal writer, director, she's pushing me right out of my suits and I'm actually doing a supporting role in her film coming up. So yeah, just oh. more of the same. And I would actually uh, like to start teaching, you know, younger people how to do this. So um, there's, you know, really skilled, performance artists, seat performers coming up. So it just keeps going. Yeah, to to transmit your knowledge also. It's, it's yeah. part of the job. Yeah. And, and that's true because you sing also. Like, uh, yeah, and you, you dance. So I, I want also to know, do you feel at some point you will be able to integrate all of those talent like in one show? Um, yeah, I mean, this new character that Amanda wrote for not for me, but it's a character that, you know, she's tried, you know, thrown some things in. We're hoping that uh, one of my songs will be in one of the scenes. And, but it's funny because I will get to sing it and she wants me to sing it awful because <laughs> my character doesn't know how to sing. Um, and I get to dance and I'm, you know, was uh, my roommates were helping me. I was like, what can be the most funny, like, comical, awkward dance moves to do, because I really do, I just want people to laugh and have fun. So yeah, you know, so, and that is a dream of mine to be able to play some of my songs in movies and TV, like especially movies, um, independent films. Uh, some of my songs are, uh, they have a lot of feels in them. So uh, mm. to have a song be a part of a scene where a character is going through a lot and you know the whole of the scene comes together with all of those creative arts uh that's a big one for me so. yeah yeah i want to see that let's, let's <laughs> do it <laughs> yes and, and we have jackie we approve like it would be awesome to hear your music in the movie <laughs> thank yeah. you jackie <laughs> i want to ask you where do you see your feel of performing as motion capture and suit performance, where do you see it in 10 years? Um, just evolving as it yeah. has. Um, I had no idea uh, being a suit performer, you know, I started with uh, Stan Winston Studios and mm -hmm. then as he had passed on that, you know, his studio turned into legacy effects and, I had no idea there was this there was this other performance art realm in the motion capture field. So I feel like it's just as humans do, it'll just continue to evolve. I am really happy though that they kind of brought back uh, suit performance and practical builds, um, especially on Star Wars and The Mandalorian because it's just um, I love it, you know. Personally, I like to see um, people in these 
suits that's tangible it's there it's on set and um you know all of the artists that are a part of those teams bring so much heart and soul uh to the performance so i love both they both make me super happy and i laugh a lot um you know so i'm just hoping that as technology continues to better and better it just is a performance art it'll just go along too <laughs> yeah and i think the fan really enjoyed that especially in star wars the fact mm -hmm. that puppetry was more there than in like at yeah. some point it's getting up and down but i feel you you maybe received some response also from that i did um it was really actually uh unexpected uh you know from the discipline of suit performer um you know and i've said it in the past i always want people to remember the character, you know, not me, not the person under the suit, it's the character that needs to be memorable. So I've never minded at all, you know, kind of just being in the, um, not the spotlight. <laughs> so, but, uh, you know, I knew something was very different the day after uh, episode one of season one of The Mandalorian premiered and It was a gentleman from Italy that, like, he posted on Instagram and tagged me and had a picture, like, a full body length picture of Quill and a full body length picture of me. And it's like, this person is in the suit. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. So, because everybody was keeping it much more quiet. They wanted that to still be um, part of the movie Making Magic. And I was fine with that. So, but it's the performance artist. Um, credit that they gave me that again I was not expecting uh, that changed things a little bit for me. <laughs> yeah it must have held the career and everything the fact that people could make a name behind this performance. Yeah. So yeah it's, it's kind of something interesting to have to deal with like the the celebrity but it's it's a character but it's you but I, I get you. Yeah. It's been it's not you know just it's been new for me. So, uh, but I'm having fun with it. Everybody is so nice. And um, yeah, I think if you put positive energy out there, it just comes back to you. So Yeah, you you are a positive person. Like I really feel you, you want to send positivity to the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here we have Shadow who say patience and love in this time. Yeah. Thank you. you. Me too. Stay safe out there. And yeah. Hold yeah. back a longer, I think. <laughs> yeah, and, and for the conclusion, Misty, do you have something to show to the audience? Sometimes we have object or or thing that means something in our career that you can bring in front of the camera mm -hmm. for the audience. I mean, I just have my the little gifts that people have given me from my characters. Um, my friend Tyler, he's a uh, It's from a Facebook page, uh, they're card collectors. He actually gave this to me. It's the, you know, um, action figure. <laughs> And he's like, have you ever been one? It's like, um, once, I believe that, you know, but it was for Congo. Um, and of course I've got, you know, another quill back there and my frog lady. Um, that's been one of the, my favorite things is the artist you know, and all of their creations. Uh, this was done by an uh, artist named Candace Daly, and they just make beautiful things. And as you can see, 
back there. <laughs> I am hoping to get, like I said, somehow, some way, be just one of his teachers, one of the people that helps him along the way on his journey. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's true, and that's true that your performance inspired other artists to create some of those stuff, as you say. Yeah, yeah. So that's been um, incredibly special. I've, I've never experienced that before, and. Uh, they just their paintings and their drawings and their sketches are so beautiful. And I remember Ashley Marsh, it was the first one and I didn't understand what was happening, uh, but she had tagged me in a post where she was literally showing um, her drawing and it was a drawing of me. And it was like, no one's ever painted me. <laughs> it was crazy. It was, it was, I was just like, what is happening? So uh, yeah. I cherish so I can't. So. Yeah. Yeah. Getting fans and, and like admiration or it's like an acknowledgement of your work and it's powerful. Yeah, it does. It really means a lot to me. And I think that, you know, if you just for, you know, the only way that I can ever encourage people is just keep checking in with yourself and, um, Go in the direction of what makes you happy, um, what you would enjoy doing every day, not even for any other reason, just for the sheer enjoyment of it, um, because that's what opens all the doors. I mean, the best example I can give is I was up here in L.A. and I was dancing and I thought for sure I was going to be able to um get signed with a dance company, a dance agency, and I didn't know that my height would be such an issue, um, but it is like five two is the shortest of short dancers and I'm way below that. So um, I stopped dancing for a while and my mom, you know, always listen to your mom. They're very wise. Uh, she's like, why aren't you dancing anymore? It's like, well, if I want to stay here in this town, I've got to, you know, go in the direction of how am I going to stay here and work? It's like, oh, and she's like, well, I think you should go back to class just because, just for you, for your heart, for your soul, because you love it. And I did. <laughs> and sure enough, like a year later, I actually went and auditioned for a dance company. And I became part of that dance company and got to do uh, the Nutcracker and these this show called The Circus of Love, which is a very emotional um, show. So again, it, it has to come back always to your heart. And, you know, just make sure you love what you do and enjoy it. So, because that's what brings smiles to people's faces. So. Wow, that's such a good statement. I, I think we can take, it, take that as a quote. Like, it's, it's so spiritual at the same time. I love it. Yeah, it has to be everything. Because, like, when you're on set and you're exhausted and, like, uh, physical tears are coming down your face because you're, you know, in your head, you're going, you have to be tough. You have to be strong. Handle it. Handle it. But your body's like, no, no more. <laughs> I did have a day on uh, season one. And I'll never forget one of the puppeteers, uh, Trevor Hensley, like, because uh, Quill, like, they had, they, I have makeup around, you know, my um, under eye and my eyelid. And, um, and I was like, physically sort of fine mentally it was like handle it handle it you're fine but it's just I couldn't explain it's like I'm so fine it's just like exhaustion like pouring out my eyeballs and having to dab it and I kept apologizing it's like it's okay it's okay it's like I know I'm just trying to breathe so yeah 
That's we cool. have Kevin to say, go, Misty! Yeah! <laughs> oh, Kevin. Oh, my gosh, Kevin. I met Kevin when, you know, we were on Congo, and now he just is going crazy. Like, his short film is just winning awards all over the world as a puppeteer. Oh, my God, I can't, I can't. Yeah, he's amazing. Hi, Kevin. Hey. <laughs> it's so cool to, to connect people together um, and misty if people want to to know more about you want to to like reach you to see your work where they should go and watch um it just depends um i guess probably the best place to really see everything that i do all together is youtube um i have a youtube channel Uh, all of my music, uh, my first album and the two singles that I've done are on there, including some of the lyric videos. And then I finally, at <laughs> that time, was able to uh, create my demo reels. So it kind of, there's a performance arts artist one as well as like a, an actor, you know, action actor reel. Um, so YouTube, I'm on, you know, all of it, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah, reach everywhere. Yeah. So we have people, we have Rick, Cindy, who say, you and your mom are both very wise. Good job. Thank you, Cindy. Yeah. We have Katia who say, I'm late, but I'm there. I'm yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we are almost at the end. But yeah, Misty, I want to, to say thank you to you and And for the people who are watching right now, do you have uh, some some last positivity message as you just dropped before for for the conclusion? Um, just uh, we're all creators here. Um, you know, every single one of us. So again, I encourage everybody that it's never, it's really never too late um, to really seek out and find the thing that you love to do. Um, because joy every second of your day is really, really important. Um, and there's, there is no time frame. There is no time limit. I mean, I'm in my forties, come on. So <laughs> uh, if you had asked me in my teens and twenties, if that I, you know, would I think I'd be here now? No way. But um, to all the young ones, take the pressure off of yourself, take the journey and, uh, create even if it's a little thing or you know every day and have fun you know leave with love <laughs> yes live with love and create <laughs> i love it i love it misty it was a pleasure to have you on the show thank you so much thank you so much for having me it was i had a blast <laughs> yeah and, and now yeah it's the time To, to remove you off the screen that's the moment so it's it's a bit of a uh Uh, stop. <laughs> so uh, I, I will push you, but Misty, stay in the virtual studio. We chat after this. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> Yay. Everyone, thank you for watching. That was an amazing interview. I got the blast and I learned about like those differences about in collaboration of puppetry and suit performance yeah we have kevin who clap yay thank you applause applause misty yeah and yeah if you want to know more about puppetry about art we have this patreon that we we share and we cherish 
And here is the address. So feel free to have a look and support us as we put some stuff to, to stimulate the creativity, to just bring uh, hope and also some tools about marketing for puppetry, to have puppetry all over the place on social media. So that's the purpose of the Puppet Podcast. So everyone, I wish you a wonderful evening, uh, afternoon, uh, night, if you are in UK. Also, it's maybe the middle of the night, but I, I wish you the best. And uh, let's stay in touch next week. We have other episodes from someone of Hawaii. So let's stay in touch for Puppet Podcast. Bye-bye.